Cafe. Anyway, aha. Here we are. Mike's Daily Podcast. This is an absolute joy to be with you today. It's Mike Matthews. I'm the show guy. I do a show. Mike's Daily Podcast. It's a show called Mike's Daily Podcast. And I really think fast. I think so fast. I thought so fast. I'm thinking right now. What are you thinking about? Hmm? What are you thinking about? Thinking, why am I listening to Mike's Daily Podcast? Mike's Daily Podcast. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. FF episode 2667. Mike's. That's right. Daily. I've done a lot of FFF podcast. episodes. Yeah. But that's okay. That's all right. That's what we do. On Mike's Daily Podcast is FFFF episodes. And thank you so much for listening to this one. Okay. Last podcast, I videoed it. Yes. If you go to youtube.com slash Mike's Daily Podcast, you will see. Well, you got to go all the way back to August 30th. But you will see me recording the show. I watched a little of it. I thought this is so boring, but this is how 90% of podcasters do their podcasts. They set up a camera and they start recording and they use the microphone and the camera and it sounds awful and it's just, well, I'm not a big fan, but that's everybody's, oh, I want to be glamorous. I want to be on television. I want to be the next big thing. I want to be the next Taylor Swift, the next Beyonce. Look at me. It's, it's a American Idol world is what it is. So you're welcome to that. But I don't want to be in that world, but I am in that world. So I'm going to protest it. I doth protest too much about it. And I'm going to keep protesting. Doth, I doth I will. I will go to the planet doth and keep protesting. And here's today's podcast picture. But what I am telling you, the podcast picture is not of the video I did last night. My lovely lady friend watched the whole thing. You know why? Because she's amazing. And she's a glutton for punishment. And she... <laughs> no, she said... Um, different glasses. We need to get you different glasses. And it's true. That's part of the fun of watching me on video. In that video is that I'm wearing my awful glasses that are sewn together with a little bit of duct tape. It's pretty r ridiculous and dumb, but I have cheater glasses. And the late great Basil the Boxer. He, actually, I didn't have to use glasses back with Basil. My eyes have deteriorated just in the past year, thankfully. I mean, unthankful. I'm not thankful. I'm I'm the opposite of thankful of that. But and if you want to see a podcast picture of the late great Basil the Boxer, he is in the. FF episode podcast picture for the last one for the FFF episode that we called whatever and then that song reminded me of the wonderful Shakira Shakira but that song is wherever whenever not whatever but then I thought about that song it's my United States of whatever and that that's what, what inspired it so we had a podcast picture of the late great Basil the Boxer. How about a podcast picture now of Rocky 
the Great Rocky the Cat I have a picture of him Sitting on some <laughs> checkered vans See it at mikesdailypodcast.com And of course All the other amazing podcast pictures that I have You are possibly listening to this on the first We talked a little bit about what the first is National Chicken Boy Day A fine article Call 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 Chicken Boy is a statue located on North Figueroa Street in the Highland Park District of Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, that's right. The 22-foot-tall fiberglass statue was actually commemorated by Arnold Schwarzenegger. The Fascinating Material Project. They had the Governor's Historic Preservation Award in 2010. Do you remember... You know, people forget Arnold Schwarzenegger was our governor Not that long ago And he, he was a Republican And we all laughed Oh, he's a celebrity turning into a, a governor That's so ridiculous That's, that's a once in a lifetime chance type thing happening Nope You got, of course Because um, you'd be in jail That guy And then it was uh, the guy from Minnesota Oh, you had the, the, the guy that wrote the book about the, I'm forgetting Names are not coming into my brain They're not appearing Al Franken Al Franken was one You had the wrestler Ventura I'm Yeah The body Ventura That guy from Minnesota And what else? We had Arnold Trump And you know so Chicken Boy restaurant Decided they wanted A special type of statue So they bought A muffler man statue Those muffler man Statues that are all over the country They're like oversized giants Kind of like Paul Bunyan But usually holding a muffler uh, They bought one Hired an artist to customize it A chicken head was fabricated To replace the man's head the arms were reworked to face forward and hold a bucket rather than an axe or a muffler. The statue remained in place until 1984 when the restaurant owner died. The statue was eventually given to artist Amy Inui. She stored it until 2007 when she moved the Chicken Boy statue to its current location on Figueroa Street in Los Angeles. Her design firm, Future Studio, had relocated to a commercial space that had reinforced had a reinforced roof strong enough to support the statue. The Chicken Boy statue was preserved as a result of a community effort and donated funds and loved, I'm sure, by all those crazy people that I used to watch on YouTube all the time. With the shaky cameras, the travel vloggers As we go outside a cafe anyway Where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valley The last place on earth Anyway Yes, travel vloggers I used to watch them all the time Oh, look at all the interesting roadside attractions they find Oh, how neat is that Mike's out of left field recordings Recording everything Captures actions that will never again be repeated and I understand because the whole point is to get the video loaded, uploaded to YouTube as fast as possible. 
And part of that means that they got a shaky camera. And I told one guy, World of Micah, I told him, you're shaking the camera way too much, dude. You're making me sick. No response. Nothing. So I watch people that put a little more quality into it. I would I'm starting to turn on Random Land though because he's a little too jolty, too many edits, gets a little annoying. Although he's a very clever guy. More Julio. We need more Julio speaking of chickens in his videos. Uh, definitely don't watch Adam the Woo anymore because, gosh, he shakes the camera so much. And I can't take it when they just shove the camera in their faces. It's like, dude, I don't want to see your funky looking beard. Hi, I'm the pot calling the kettle black. As you, if you may have looked at that video, I do have a funky beard. But yeah, Adam, he has a beard. He doesn't have a beard. He does have a beard. Pick one or the other. At least I've chose, I've kept the beard since COVID. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled program with Mike Matthews. <laughs> like you don't want to see their face that close up to their face. But they shove the camera right in their face. You see every nose hair. You see every blemish. And I know that's society now. We're all about real, real, real. Unless we're unless we're CGIing ourselves, or somebody else is CGIing us, which is that's happening too much, and I don't like that either. But I do appreciate people like RV TV, where at least he's got good quality cameras, really good quality, clear HD quality when he's going traveling and taking you places, and when he walks around with the camera, it's not shaky. I love that. Because you can get like what's what's it called a a gindle a bindle a gimbal something holds the camera steady. It's got one of those dynamos inside of it that keeps it straight. But what I discovered and why I will probably never ever do a video again once in a blue moon. Hey, there was a blue moon yesterday. I saw it actually early this morning when I couldn't sleep and I looked out the window and it was still in the sky. So shiny and beautiful But yes I will only do one once in a blue moon And that is because when you upload these videos To YouTube It can take a long time And my poor computer I don't have a high quality computer It was whirring away It was making all kinds of noises I thought it was going to crash This is not going to work Look out you're going to crash The primitives Hey uh, slow down, moving way too fast. Don't look now, you're gonna crash. Woo! So that is what, if you're listening to this on the first day of September, it is. And September 2nd, oh, usually they give me a little hint on what September 2nd is. By the way, September 1st is also going to be the first Friday of September. So there are these events that go on where you have to... When does that event happen? Oh, it's the first Friday of the, of the week. We had that in Oakland. First Fridays, I think it was called. And I think that got shut down during COVID. Not sure if it's still happening, still going on. But if you're listening to this on September 2nd, it is... National Play Outside Day There was a similar named Day recently And I'm all for that, that Going outside There was a friend of mine 
He said that his daughter He asked his daughter What do you want to do For the Labor Day weekend She said I don't want to look at trees I want to stay inside Oh that's terrible Gotta get outside Speaking of beards It's World Beard Day If you're listening to this On the second And National Hummingbird Day Aren't those guys amazing And they remember you If you give them Nice little sugar water They come back to you Amusement Park. Park, 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 Park. The front panel will close automatically. Please remain seated at all times. Oh, and National Tailgating Day, which people are going to be doing more and more of that, I'm sure, as we get into the football season. I know college football season's going on and all that. I want to throw another interesting tidbit of information at you, if you don't mind. If you do mind, well, dang. I don't know what to tell you. I think there's a stop button somewhere on this thing that you're listening to me on or a pause button. No, don't touch that because this is really cool. You're going to want to listen to this. There's only one new car left that's under $20,000. I got this from Rob Black. I produce his podcast, The Rob Black Show, and he's put this together. Car buying wisdom. If you're trying to save money, Stick to public transit. Uh-oh. The Mitsubishi Mirage was the only new model going for less than $20,000 last month. The Humble Hatchback, which if you're listening to this in September, that was in July. It is uh, the cost for this Humble Hatchback is $19,205. That's the average selling price. A middle-of-the-road new car costs over $48,000 in July. That's up 30% from since 2019. So pre-COVID, it's up 30% since then. And used cars were no better. The average July price for a used car was $27,000. Yikes. You can buy that Mitsubishi Mirage for almost $10,000 cheaper. And that was a 30% hike as well from 2019, the average uh, used car. It takes over 42 weeks of median household income to cover the average cost of a new car. And I don't understand it because like when I'm in Fremont at my job, I look around in the parking lot Because right in the parking lot There on the opposite side Is a school That is for Highly intelligent Very wealthy parents I guess And they It's always a bunch of Teslas Picking up the kids It's not. It's a parade of Teslas <laughs> Probably nobody's driving them They're just walking, driving around on auto In the automatic mode But for those autos Last quarter So in the second quarter of 2023 A record 17% of new car owners Had a monthly payment Above $1,000 And auto loan delinquencies Have been rising this year So people are like They can't afford it So the auto loan delinquencies Have been rising Despite a strong economy With exceptionally low unemployment People are not paying their auto loans. 
So they're like, heck, if I got to pay all this money for a new car, I'll get a loan and then I won't pay it. Ta-da, problem solved. But that can come back and bite you in a big way. So I don't know what the answer is. Look for used cars. I was looking today if there's any, you know, years ago, I bought a car from a company called Repo Auto Agency. And I guess the guy would repo these cars. He didn't have a lot or anything. He just advertised it in the, what was that magazine? The auto, auto something magazine that little like it was, you know, like something like a thousand pages with really thin paper and stinky ink. And you would go through that. Oh, and you call this guy up and see if the car is any good pre-internet. And that is where in the 90s I got myself a nice Toyota pickup truck that lasted over 10 years. Oh, so indestructible. I took it all over the state. And you could sleep in the back, although it was kind of, it uh, it leaked. So it didn't smell too good back there, but you could if you wanted to sleep in the back, which I tried to do, I think, on two occasions. And I didn't really sleep much. It wasn't very fun. That came from a repo guy. And apparently you can buy repoed cars. It doesn't, it's still, it's not cheap. It costs a lot. And then they want you to buy a subscription. That makes no sense. So now you're paying on top of trying to get a good deal. And there's really no, I don't think it's, it's the solution. But finally, I have a employee who has... During COVID, he never, he didn't go anywhere. He never took a weekend off. He works only on the weekend. And he was always there every single weekend. Well, now, this year, I think he has taken about eight or nine weekends off. I'm sure it's not over half the weekends of the year so far, but he has taken a lot of time off. And he's doing revenge travel. Flight delays hit new highs this summer as revenge travel has peaked. And this employee is doing one of them. He's one of those travel revenge travelers. 27% of all flights have been delayed this summer, though. So maybe flying is not the best. Travel is on track to become a $15.5 trillion industry. Trillion. By, 2020, uh, by 2033, in just 10 years, that would represent more than 11% of the global economy. And that's a 50% jump from 2019, from pre-COVID. A 50% jump. 430 million people are going to work in the industry by 2023. 430 million, that's one out of every, of every nine jobs worldwide, one out of every nine jobs will be a job in travel. So that is the latest. We are paying big prices at the pump because it is a Labor Day weekend. Um, oh, and by the way, reports of the mall's death have been greatly exaggerated. That was something... We were hearing when COVID hit, oh, malls are dead. And we would be sending each other all these bizarre pictures of malls that were abandoned years ago. And there's plants growing wild and it looks like Logan's Run. It looks like post-apocalyptic 
science fiction, you name the movie, and it it's all run down. And malls are just going to disintegrate because look, there's Amazon, there's all this online retail going on. Well, nope, that's not true. 2023 retail sales at malls increased. Yes, a year ago increased 11 percent to over 800 billion. Dollars. Malls are coming back. Foot traffic increased 12% last year compared to pre-COVID. So maybe with all that staying at home and people getting sick of shopping online and not finding it, not actually being able to hold the item, people started to, I think they're revolting. I don't know how long that's going to last. I don't know if I would start investing in malls. Ginormous. But that is something to think about. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. I hear lovely lady friends screaming outside a cafe anyway. Hello, lovely lady friend. I'm doing a podcast outside a cafe anyway where we just had a nice sunset. We will travel into the incredible universe. So she's out here. Look who else is here. Hi, Mac. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. Hi, y'all. And I got my horse dinner. And a big truck driving by. <laughs> I just kind of feel better tell you what. What? Yeah, this big old truck. And you know what? Trucks are just uh, annoying. Yeah, especially when they get right up on you. My commute today, and maybe because it's the Labor Day commute traffic, or the, the Labor Day traffic interfering with my commute, but I had a guy tailgate me, I mean, really bad, and just look as mean as all get out just right in there in my rear view mirror, I had a lot of people that were suddenly slamming on their brakes for no reason. Oh, that's so dangerous. Why do you do that? Do not do that. Do not slam on your brakes for no reason. And if the, if the, if the speed limit in a residential neighborhood, it says 40 miles an hour, you go 40 miles an hour. Oh, watch out for the pets though, please. Watch out for the kids, please. But still, don't be driving like five miles an hour. In, I don't understand. It's happening. People are driving worse than ever in the Bay Area. And if you're driving in front of me, please just don't vape. I don't want to smell your weird strawberry flavored pot smell that's coming at me like, oh, it just it, it immediately attacks my nose. Yes, the commute in the Bay Area is annoying. There are more annoying drivers than at any time that I've lived in the Bay Area. A friend of mine, I was telling my friend, um, Welsh on the World, we've heard that little intro before. He's been on the podcast before. Welsh, I said to Owen Welsh, yeah, people are driving annoying. He goes, that's what the horn is for. You got to honk more, Mike. <laughs> that's your problem. Well, that'll beep. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, I make delicious root beer. Have some right now. Thank you. Oh, it's been a day. Oh, that's delicious. Yum. Drink it right now, can't you? It's got some delicious sun tea mixed into it. Oh, sun tea and root beer. Wow. Well, it's cooling me down because I was all hot under the con- the collar there. And now I'm not so much, though my tongue's leaping out of my face so i better wrap up the show next show it's going to be the wonderful lum rutabaga look at this i'm having a mitch mcconnell moment shouldn't make fun of him as well as the wonderful floyd the floorman nope 
It'll be ben- no. It'll be Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, and Bison Bentley. I think that's who's gonna stop by. If you'd like to chime in, you can call me 510-228-4640. And with more ways to reach me, it's A-Frame. Mike's TV Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.